Why? <laughs> I don't know. I've never had a guess from her. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you are a guinea pig. Well, welcome to two dipshits. Woo! <laughs> now three. <laughs> three dipshits. You have a dish in our three, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have our first guest, and it's Ellie. Hi, son. <laughs> She's my neighbor, my friend, yeah. my pickleball partner. Yes. Fellow gardener. Fellow gardener. He built our garden for us. Yeah. Uh, bottles sometimes. <laughs> like you get it. Clothes. Just trying yes. to grow time. <laughs> Everything. Uh, yeah. Any other way you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm a 29-year-old girl in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Do you like Nashville? I do. Yes. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> airing it out for the whole world air it out. Um, I like it. It's not my forever place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's suiting me right now but yeah we'll see when my new lease is up in March where I I do want to try spring so do you have any ideas where you I do yeah. yeah I visited Austin Texas she lives there and I just I, I felt like home it was oh, kind of weird good. yeah but Austin is very similar to Nashville so I feel like if I'm running away from like if I don't think about Nashville like would Austin be the same Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm nice to see. Chicago's been calling my name. Chicago. Like Chicago. Me too. Really? Yeah. So you, oh yeah, you have friends there. Yeah, friends there. We used to go every fall break with our mom. Oh, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like only like an hour flight. Oh, okay. So that would be our fall break. We go with our mom, and then I went in March for the first time since I've been over 21. Yeah. So then there's difference. Big Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like Florida too. That's where my parents are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I see myself settling down in Florida. So I don't know if I'm like quite ready for that yet. And the pickleballers are more intense there. Oh, I, we could be professional there. I think we could be professional here. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to do. Have you tried pickleballing? No. Are you going to? I don't know. I think I just play casually with you guys one day, but I don't want to like be in a league or do what you guys do. Yeah. I don't really like socializing. So it is a big social like, talk to other people. It is. We just have to introduce yourself in the beginning and then yeah. like you can make a comment or two for the game. Some people just piss you off and then you don't talk to them at all. Yeah. I but think I'll just play with you guys. That's it. I want to like host a clinic. Do it. That'd yeah. be cool. Like a free cl- you know, just yeah. like everyone can like mm-hmm. bring a get a paddle and then we can like you'll have to help me teach everyone. Oh, you want me to teach? Yeah. Okay, I can do it. I need advice. <laughs> I have like five friends who want to learn Okay, let's do it. Okay. You know, I taught um, pickleball to, I used to be a summer camp counselor. And for one week, I did just pickleball. Oh, and then I brought pickles at the end of the week. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it was like this big, giant jar of pickles. And this little girl comes up to me afterwards. She's like, can I drink the juice? And I'm not kidding you. She drank the entire pickle bar. Oh, she probably threw up. I know. <laughs> Her parents probably hated me. But yeah. I was like, it's very good for you. It was it's like, like no joke. Yeah. yeah. Like that's I've heard hangover here. Like a good shot to have is like a pickleback shot. Very yummy. Yeah, do that. Just pickle juice. Pickle juice is yummy. Are you growing pickles? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we're gonna hopefully make pickles. I've never made pickles. We used to make them with our grandparents all the time. Oh. We did. Yeah, the grandmas. Are. Grandmas all the time. I didn't. I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vinegar, and then like she always had like pre-bought packages of what you put in the vinegar. Like the herbs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So there was yeah. like we had a dill one and then we always had a sweet yeah. one. You don't remember that? Never did that. We did do that. I didn't do that. Like sewing summers with grandma. That's also we also did pickling. 
I remember that. Um, <laughs> okay, well. Well, I was going to ask, like, oh. what is your, what do, don't you like about Nashville oh. that you're running away from? Running away from? That's what she said. It just, it doesn't feel like home to me. I don't know. Like, I haven't been able, yeah. I, I just, I thought, I always wonder if people do feel like home here, because like, I feel like all of us don't feel at like home here. Mm-hmm. Most people we've talked to have said they don't really feel like yeah. homey vibes here. And I wonder if it's because it's so transient. Yeah. There's so many visitors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that kind of what it comes down to. I think mm-hmm. if I had felt like home, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't feel like I have a strong community. Like I have like a lot of you know certain people mm-hmm. bits and pieces and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't have like a like a family here. Not even just like blood. Like I don't feel like yeah mm-hmm. my peeps. Even though I love the people here, I do. Yeah, but not, it's not like yeah yeah, which is fine. You know, I guess like I just I'm gonna be okay with that mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future until I move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or come to Savannah, Georgia with us. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to get everybody to Savannah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I will definitely come to you guys for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should. I mean, you're going to fall in love with it. And yeah. Love there. Okay, do you think I want to see them? Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, also the gardening aspect. I think gardening mm-hmm. has like an art, artsy like aspect creative. to it. Yeah. yeah. And I do think gardening, gardening is art. gardening. You're so, I never thought I was creative until I realized like wait gardening is like creativity like yeah, it's, it's literally creation it is it's so cool something from spring. and that you want to like build a business with it I feel like Savannah's yeah. place to like all these what vibe we got was like Savannah's a good place to mm-hmm. start a business they have a really big farmer's market oh do they yeah, yeah. Okay. I think people are really supportive there of like yeah. small businesses creative mindset yeah. and that kind of stuff definitely I kind of feel like Nashville some people are some people aren't yeah I feel like like, it's, like, like as, as I've been kind of talking like I'm not working right now. I'm, I'm looking to start my business. Some people are like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. What do you want to do? And then I have other people are like, oh my God, do it. Like, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I think, yeah, Nashville's kind of iffy with people. I feel like it's like if you're thing. doing like the Nashville thing, then it's accepted. But if you're like not doing the classic yes. Nashville thing, like music or something, then it's like, oh, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I get. I don't know. With Chicago, do you what the can you garden? I mean, that's the thing. Oh. Like, I don't know why the world is calling me to go to Chicago, or at least to visit and see, because yeah. I couldn't garden there. I mean, because, like, we garden, or we gardened a bit in Minnesota, only, like, tomatoes, but yeah. you couldn't have the same that you would have. Yeah, that's what was in Cleveland. And yeah. I came here, and, like, had this amazing. Yeah, you can, like, really spread. Even Savannah's probably even better than here. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to see with my business now, like, I'm trying to see, is it the gardening that's how I'm going to make money and like make it work or is it going to be like the homestead and stuff like mm-hmm. taking products from my garden mm-hmm. so for example like I'm growing cabbage but like I love sauerkraut so much so I have to get my cabbage hasn't grown yet so I have to get sauerkraut or cabbage from the farmer's market mm-hmm. and I make it and like that's I actually love doing that like even though I love the gardening but I love like making it something I can actually eat like I love the yeah. second half I love that's cool. Can I try some sauerkraut yeah, later? Right, I know. Can I? Yeah. Um, yeah. We should, we'll, um, after we try it, we'll back up a little bit. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do the whole. So funny. My friend is over now trying to get her to try it because I, I want to get people's opinion about yeah. it. Yeah. Make you guys a little bowl. You want sauerkraut? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go. Thank, Thank you. It's so nice. a huge bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a good taste of it. So this is mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. I literally just salt mm-hmm. my yeah. whey, you know, like whey for being curds and stuff like that mm-hmm. from my raw milk. Um, and then I massage it for like 30 minutes or so. And then I put it in my cabinet for two weeks. So there's no herbs or anything in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. The hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like yeah. a joke. I feel like my can I sauerkraut can get a little um 
one kind of like soggy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah it gets crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes it can be not good. Yeah, this like, is good. This is really good. Makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. Really? Yeah, well, doesn't work that. I just like the Fourth of July. You're seeing that? It's kind of like that lemon. Mm-hmm. Legally blonde, isn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's legally blonde. It's legally blonde, or is it going to be something else? Does she? Is it Fourth of July that movie? I feel like. I don't know. I feel like it's legally blonde. Yeah, I think so too. Because yeah, that's she's too mean to have a hot dog, and yeah. he would not have a hot dog. She only has real story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm <laughs> gonna save this because I don't want to eat on. The- I was just thinking that it's too crunchy. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. in the fridge. Yeah, if you don't mind, I might honestly take some home and put on my hot dogs. Absolutely. I'm having a hot dog tonight, so I sounds so. Do you have hot you. dogs? Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Yum yum yum. Yeah, you can, so that, like, yeah, you can definitely sell it at a pharmacy. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, I actually got sauerkraut at a farmer's market, and I was like, this tastes disgusting. Really? Yeah. So you like, you should sell yours. Yeah, you Would you sell, like, your oregano oil and stuff, yeah. too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see my little herb dangling? No. Oh, oh it's it's over there. You'll see it when you walk out, but yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm drawing the herbs out just Whoa. to make them potent and stuff. So probably in about two weeks, I'll buy some organic olive oil, extra virgin olive oil and stuff and make some. I was gonna mm-hmm. ask you, I wanna make spearmint tea and we're growing spearmint. Yes. Is that kind of how you do it? You grow it like dry it out yeah, and dry it off, yeah. Like just put it in a tea bag or like one of those. Yes. Okay. Metal things. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm trying like I'm I I do wanna like learn to sell tea and try kind of like mix certain teas. So I wonder what mm-hmm. would be good with that too. Yeah. Like we can look that up and figure out. Yeah. Whether I it's like these white herbs, you know, or mm-hmm. you can just put some in the garden. Yeah. I have mint. It's growing like very fast. So you can more than welcome taste your way out. Thank you so much. We <laughs> got we have mojito mint, we have spearmint. Okay. Our spearmint we just got. So I don't know if that it's like quite ready yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Well you can yeah. you can like the more you prune it, the more it grows. Too. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So like um here, let me let me show you actually. Well, hey, little gardening yeah. Yeah. Let me get a little gardening. Oh, yeah. Back. So here, I'll bring out my camera. Oh, so here's my mint. So sorry, this is <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> so she brought her mint in from her backyard. This is the potted mint. I transplanted this. I got it um from a, a garden center, I think. So see where look for one where it's see where it's like growing like down below. Yeah. Like, see where there's two leaves right there? Mm-hmm. We're just going to pinch it right there. And now it's going to start to grow out on both directions. Oh. Um, yeah. So then it becomes a very bushy plant. Oh. So I actually did that earlier with these. That's why it's so bushy right here versus these. I let them grow. Well, that's good to know. So we cool. just start probably picking ours more. Yeah. Yeah. I like, totally do that. And you just like hang them upside down to dry them out? Yeah. Or if you have a dryer, or you can honestly just put them like, like that. Okay. And you're, you know, cabinet or something like that but i have heard this is my first time drying herbs up and down i've heard that it's like more potent when you do that okay so try it oh here's some mint yeah make some tea yeah and we can take i have more outside too thank you so much yeah you're welcome so we back it up a little bit and then we get to the whole like gardening business yeah what you're wanting to do (laughs) well no no i'm just like um well do you want to back it up to like walking to nashville or do you want to back it up till this earlier this year because uh, you got laid off yeah. about a month after I got yes. laid off, and I talked about my layoff in another podcast. Okay, so yours happened just a couple weeks after mine. Yeah, yeah. In February, um, it was March first. Oh shit! Yeah, it kind of came out of the blue. 
So, but again, a blessing in disguise. I like, I keep telling myself that because I just, yeah, working for corporate um, in sales, I just did not love it. Like I was just, I was making enough money, you know, mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm never going to quit type thing, even though I was kind of dreaming about quitting and I always wanted to start my own business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good that it happened. Well, now do you feel that way or did you, were you a little? Well, I told my mom and I was hysterically yeah. crying and I'm like, <laughs> this sucks and they kind of did it in a really poor way I think um but she was like well tell me how you feel tell me like your emotions and stuff and I was like like my ego hurts like I feel rejected like they didn't see me as like valuable asset to the company like what's going on but then I think after I like let the tears flow I was like you know what I'm kind of relieved like yeah like I I just I don't know if I would have quit so I think it was the sign from God just being like yeah you you know pick your you know you're gonna fall but pick yourself back up and this is like a lesson for you I agree I feel that way with our business too I was kind of I would I would never have quit that job I was I like my boss too much you know I like you're making money yeah yeah you know it's hard to say no it is it is benefits and stuff like that it's very scary to like not have anything coming in for yeah if you have your savings but the minute your savings starts going down yes it's a bit terrifying and yeah and like Tennessee unemployment was is horrible oh my like, gosh I you and I, I, need, I need today oh do you <laughs> I, I usually do it on Mondays that's today's holiday. yeah yeah Tennessee employment is like absolutely nothing yeah and literally nothing yeah <laughs> like not enough to keep up like I've heard I had a, a girl that I met in from Chicago and she was making like 850 oh really I think my sister made like a thousand in from New York oh shit yeah yeah, yeah we make a thousand one month yeah so yeah, which is can't even cover. No, <laughs> but like half of my rent. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, so then, um, did you have a business idea before you got laid off, or how did you home? Yeah, well, I, I did. Like my business idea before was to help people make gardens, mm-hmm. like what I did for you guys. Mm-hmm. And even though I do like doing that, like it's just a lot of hard work. Yeah. And I'm I actually am more so passionate. Like even though I love gardening and it's it's such a like pleasure to me to be able to just go outside and garden. Like there's, it's so much more than just that. Like, it's like the homesteading, that kind of stuff. And it's also like just living your life in a way that like is more natural, I think mm-hmm. is really what I, I want to help people do. And I, so now I'm trying to figure out like, what's the best way to do it. So my idea is like, I'm starting a website and I like want to do a blog, even though I feel like blogs are very outdated, but no, but you have blogs TikTok. Are good. Yeah. And yeah. you have to do TikTok too. Yeah. So. To take a TikTok yeah. Those are blogging and blogging. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But... Well, yeah. Blogging, <laughs> blogging, clogging. <laughs> yeah, you choose a clog. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of bought like clogs today at the thrift store. I have clogs on my well, they're like I need. I really want them, but they're $200. Oh, really? Where's the brown? Ugh. Oh, they just released a really cool pair burgundy so like sure. a really cool yeah. pair but i can't afford it yet. but clogs are cool clogs are coming back in so clogging so. too yeah. there you go clogging <laughs> do my birkenstocks birkenstocks count as clogs yeah we'll uh-huh. count them yeah yeah, yeah we, we, we i'm like a birkenstocks girlfriend <laughs> you seem like that yeah. like that's a very gardening thing yeah yeah, yeah. very nature earthy yeah stuff yeah so yeah so we're exploring that we're gonna see where that goes Nice. Um, and then I'm gonna, I want to start selling my stuff at farmer's markets too. So like we'll find it. I know it's kind of late in the season, but um, yeah, do that. Yeah. So that's why it helps being in Nashville because like I go to the farmer's market, like I know the vendors and stuff like that. So it, it's a comfortable place. Like the farmer's market is the comfortable place for me. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for me to start here in Nashville. 
and then just see where that goes. I did like your TikTok where you had the, did you see her TikTok where she was walking around the farmer's market? Oh, and like all the vendors know her and they're like, hello. That's so cute. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. And like okay. May Pop, she's, cause there's this May Pop um, here, which is like sparkling water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seltzer. Yeah. I think sparkling seltzer, but not, Wait, al- but not alcohol. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. and I was like, now I'm doing a TikTok. He's like, okay, hi. <laughs> and then her raw milk vendor, Ellie drinks raw milk. Yes, I do. Yeah, I love my raw milk. You want to talk about any benefits of raw milk? I just think it's so interesting. Yeah, I, just, I, I feel like you just know it. like a lot about all this stuff. That's why I feel like you'd be good at like helping people become, become natural. Yeah. I think people want to, but like nobody knows how. And, and there's like, a lot of buzzwords. Yeah. I need to send you my blog because you're a writer. Like I, I just wrote a. You are. You're writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I consider you a writer. Creative writer. I'm really bad. Like, like especially like, research like in school, research papers, I always got C's. I'm not a good research paper. Creative writing or <laughs> any one that I had, to, I had to put like more of my own voice in, always got A's. Well, that, I mean, yeah, because yeah, it, it's you. Research? Like, I hate research. Well, well this, this does have a little bit of research in it, yeah. but it's also like a little bit of like my, how I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't share too much. So read the blog post. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, basically I like um, raw milk over pasteurized milk because it has a lot of really good enzymes in it. And it's, yeah, it's very nutritional, has a strong nutritional benefit. And pasteurized is like, has been demonized and there's historical reasons behind that. Um, so, but it's legal to get, um, raw milk in many places. Like I think it's 43 States. It's illegal. Wow. Yeah. That's so I, I actually own part of a cow. I am part of a herd share. Hell yeah. Like, well, I've never met the cow or anything like that, but that's the only way in Tennessee you can have to get raw milk is if you own part of a cow. That's crazy. So yeah. I pick up my milk every Tuesday. I put my order in this morning and I pick up my milk every Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. You've tried it. I have. I like it. I like it. It's a little more sour than I expect. I think I, I started drinking it. So here's my thing. I think it had, it was starting to go bad. Oh, was it? I, if it was sour, then that's the case. Yeah. It's usually pretty sweet. I'll I'll try it again. Yeah. I I'll try it now because I got some. A tiny bit. I try it. A tiny bit. A tiny, <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. I will. Okay, a little I'll tiny try bit. A t- tiny bit. <laughs> I love a big glass of milk. Mm-hmm. Chocolate milk. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's just something I have to get used to with raw milk. Mm-hmm. But I do want to try. So no. I, just, I got this one on Saturday. Did you? Yeah. It smells great. It, it will go bad within a week. Oh, we can do That's way less. That's a lot. Way less than that. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. So nervous. Smelling it. I'm actually, I'm so nervous. It doesn't smell. I feel like the I other put, one. I can put maple syrup in. If you oh, I just want to know. I feel like the other one must have been going a little bit bad because this one doesn't, can't even smell it at all. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. raw milk goes bad faster. That's good. Yummy. Right? Wow. Wow. This I is love way it. better than the last time I tried it. Okay. I love it. This is a Yeah, we could totally do this. Yeah, we yeah, could do this. Isn't it? Because I'm. Gotcha. Definitely a bit <laughs> more. Honestly, it's so good. No, I won't steal yours, but wow, it's good. Milk makes my stomach hurt a lot of the time, but isn't yes. raw milk supposed to be better? Yes, because you're killing all the enzymes that with pasteurization, it kills the enzymes that help you digest your food, your milk, mm-hmm. you know, your your liquids and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So by killing off enzymes, like you your gut like has some enzymes, but there's a lot of enzymes that are active in foods. Mm-hmm. And so, so like raw milk is like like literally like, like we have like we have both really have bad gut problems kind of so let me tell you the two best things for you okay like i'm not kidding dude i want to get raw milk. Well, i'll buy your sauerkraut from you i will too okay like the next batch you do like we'll 
bouquet for some yeah i mean so you've already bought from our business so i know like, it's so true yeah their business is amazing <laughs> you're lucky you guys already know that if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> um we don't have to get too into into it too much yeah. do you think it's illegal because of the dairy industry or do you think it's illegal because of the fda and all that stuff. okay yeah like because it's yeah. harder to is it harder I mean, to the, make yeah, political influence like definitely political influence from a while back mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is it harder like like i'm not trying to say like to, to regulate like people with raw milk it's harder to regulate oh. that versus you know what i'm saying oh, like i think nowadays yes okay yeah because it was originally um illegal because people were not um wait what am i trying to say it was originally illegal because people were not uh, treating their cows well. Oh, so, yeah. So they were like not eating good grass. They were um, crowded into cities and everything like that. They were eating grain. Like it was really, really bad. Mm. Read more of my blog post, guys. I will. Yeah, I will. We'll put it in the description. <laughs> yeah. The blog. It's actually good, very though. Good. And I'm like, we should get some raw milk. That's mm -hmm. yummy. I'll, I'll give you the um, milkman's yeah. number. Yeah. We'll definitely start doing that. Um. Okay, so now back to your business. Okay. Now you kind of are like honing in. You're going to do farmer's market. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about it? Good. Are you nervous? Yeah. Or yeah. Because I just, I don't know. Part of me is like, I'm banking on all this. Like, what if it fails? But I also know that like by starting a business, like it's a high chance of failing. Like most mm -hmm. small businesses fail, which is really unfortunate to say. 95% fail in the first year. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Scary statistic. It's scary, but mm -hmm. like if you make it past that first year, your statistics, your probability is really good. And we did. So you just have to a little over a year. Yeah. This business, our sister's closet, which formed into this one, was 2020. What was that? That was like upcycling. So we took oh. like thrifted clothes okay. and we made them into new pieces, which we still want to incorporate into our business now, but just like lesser form of it. But this four months has only been like. A little over a year mm -hmm. and not even february 2021 yeah yeah so yeah. but yeah if you make it past it yeah it's a good so you have to i think you need to just push through and if you're yeah. just passionate about about it enough it'll be fine like, okay and i feel like my start date will be like the first time like, yeah and you have a higher chance of making money than like we do because if you're in person people are yeah, like we've true. talked about like the flea markets mm -hmm, like yeah. people go there knowing they're gonna spend money so they're more likely yeah. to spend money yeah rather than doing like online all the time it's hard because i think people aren't necessarily like ready to spend money do you guys have any upcoming i know like no more flea markets right the rest of the year but like uh, november we are november, november. okay oh, we're gonna try a holiday market mm -hmm. hopefully if we can apply to it okay yeah. very cool yeah but like i feel like farmers markets have a, a good chance yeah. and also it's good connections and yeah 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 and i feel like it's a good way to also just like put yourself out there too mm -hmm. yeah because people just come up to your booth because they're curious yeah, yeah. i'll probably want to like because i was in sales and city so i'm trying to take some of those tactics over like giving away free samples like yeah. it really helps with the business you know and, mm -hmm. and increase your sale and stuff like that so and so we'll see i will be nervous to like my yeah. first booth and everything no i think it'll be good i think it'll be good we'll be there yeah we'll be oh, sure thanks. yeah i i think there's some that are closed like not taking any more applications but i know that there are some that are still so i'm gonna apply to those nice. but yeah. i feel like i need to Part of me is like, I'm not applying yet because like, I feel like I need to have like an inventory. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest part I think about selling in person is like figuring out how much you need. Yeah. What you need most like, of and yeah. that kind of stuff. Which yeah. You can just figure out over time, but yeah. it's a really hard. We struggle with that, especially with like sizing because, you know, we didn't want to make 
every single size yeah pieces because that's a lot inventory. we don't have the fabric inventory for that mm -hmm. right so it's kind of figuring out what size would sell the most or yeah have you mm -hmm. kind of figured out a we kind of figured out for like yeah yeah but... yeah we figured out merch is a little bit different sizing of what goes in person than our sewn up pieces our sewn up pieces sewn up pieces like, like yeah like the dress like or hammies and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and then yeah, honestly, just more merch. Yeah, we sold way more merch than we expected to sell, yeah. mm -hmm. which was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like, I bet it's because people are just casual. Yeah. You know, like working from home, like wanting to be in big sweatshirts. Yeah. And, yeah. and it would have pulled weekend compared to like most weekends in Nashville. Oh. So we like, we made all of our clothes mostly for summer. Like, uh -huh. we made camis, like little tank yeah. tops. And then, and it was um, cold. yeah, it was so cold. So everybody was buying our like sweatpants and sweatshirts. Yeah, to cover up while they were there. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. That works. It did yeah. work. And like we had beanies, those did pretty well mm -hmm. too. So yeah, it's just that part is hard, but also kind of fun to it figure out. Fun. Yeah. The inventory. That's what the small business is all about. Yeah. yeah. You guys are so lucky you have each other. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah. Like I love how you guys have your little business meetings. Like we yeah. did it today, every Monday. Yeah. Except we had a breakfast put today and it was really bad. So bad. It was Oh my gosh, I went there with a friend of mine and she was like, I haven't been here in a few years and it's gone down. Yes, I I hadn't been there since 2019. Yeah. And then yeah, we went there today and I was like, this is one of the worst breakfasts. I got really weird vibes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you can just tell, you know, like, it was so weird. Yeah, like, it was weird in there mm -hmm. and bad food, bad coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Not again. And we paid like 50 bucks for it. I was like, I literally got eggs and like, Bacon. It's like yeah. a meal. Yes. And I just got a bagel. A bagel? Bagel. Eggs on it. I don't even know how to say bagel. Bagel? Bagel. 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 Yeah, we say it wrong. Yeah. Bagel. Yeah. So if somebody is getting into gardening, let's say somebody has like an apartment, not yeah. even a yard. Yeah. Well, how do they get into gardening? Check your windows and see where they're facing. See if you have opportunity to start like a little herb garden. So like, oh gosh, I have a little she, I should probably know this off my head. Oh, you're fine. Um, this is, I think this is north. Yes, this is north. Yeah, that's south facing. So I, I have a big window right here, east facing, mm -hmm. for example, right? Never. Don't ask me. Never I eat soggy waffles. No, west. west okay. facing. So that has good enough sunlight, at least in the summer. So if I wanted to, let's say if I, I had a little bit more thing here, I can grow herbs that would you say you, you should start with herbs? Yes. Mm -hmm. So like here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're good. <laughs> I can't take that. You're good. Um, yeah, I would say definitely start with herbs. Like I got um, mint from a garden center and all you need to do have is just like a transplant. Mm -hmm. Just have it already grown because they'll grow it for you already. And then just repot it, put some good quality soil in, put it in any sort of pot, make sure that there's a drainage hole at the bottom or at least a few different drainage holes. And then, yes, try and stick it close to the window, as close as you can, to a either west, east, or south-facing window. Ooh. Those are my tips. And then water every day? Or... Water every day. Um, Indoors, I would water when the soil's dry. Okay. So depending on... Oh, I guess it makes sense. We water every day because it would... Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, like you'll probably see even if you like wait till like 10 a.m., mm -hmm. like it, the soil's dry, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about outdoor gardens. That's how mine is too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I try and water outdoor garden as early as possible. But... We haven't watered ours yet today, but it's because we were dogs sitting all day. Oh. Yeah, do ours. Yeah, those damn dogs. <laughs> sometimes I don't know if this is accurate, but sometimes I think like 
it's going to give the plant a little bit of adversity. Oh, like, I don't know. Like that's not scientifically proven at all. But I think like I'm a better person because of adversity. Like I'm going to have the plants be better, a little bit of adversity. Yeah. I can see it. Hopefully. It was like, um, you know, those science fair projects when you're younger. Yeah. And I did a plant one and Alex did a plant one too, but Alex talked to her plants and the plants yes. actually did better when she like talked yeah, to them. That's crazy. But then I did one where I was like, I poured different things in it, like other than water. I like was like pouring Coke into a plant. Like, <laughs> and get kind alert. Coke does not help plants grow. <laughs> I, I, I can that imagine one I, can kill it. Yeah, that one I didn't do a Which great thing. about if we're drinking Coke. Yeah. You know, mm. I mean, I think about that all the time. Like, we are not supposed to be drinking all the shit that we are. I think I put milk into it, too. I honestly don't remember all I think I was, like, in third grade. We should, like, I wonder if we have pictures of it. I probably have the board somewhere. You yeah. Know, make those boards. Yeah, that one I didn't do well. I went to state for another. I know. Which one you went to state for? For my for another science project. That one was dope, honestly. Yeah, my dad did most of it, to be honest. It was like a oh. board on a wire. Yeah, it was showing how why like if a how a bird can sit on a wire and not get electrocuted, but if it touches two wires, then it will get electrocuted. What what's the science of like, good question. I really probably should pull that I've one. I've never heard that before. That's really cool. But that makes sense. They're on wires all the time. That's why you can't touch both wires. You know? Oh. And then you can't touch the ground and a wire. You know what I'm saying? Because the grounding. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all that. And I took like a lot of those creepy ass Furbies. Yeah. Do you remember that? Those? Yeah. And then I had like a little light bulb on top of it. And then it would touch both wires. It would go bing. And I was like, my dad did most of it. That's like very electrician. <laughs> but now electrician. electrician. He, was, he was like so into it. He was like, oh, here, like. I remember that. That was actually so cool. It was cool. I remember being like, wow, I want to do that when I'm older. And then I just didn't care about my science projects at all. Oh. Any other gardening questions? Mm, I just love gardening. You really got to take Let me ask, why do you guys love it? It is such a mental escape for me. It's like helped my mental health so much. It's crazy. Oh, that makes me so yeah. Happy. So now I'm like, I, co- I don't think I can live without a garden. Like we were talking uh-huh. about if we do move to Savannah, like we'll, we'll have garden. to find a place to garden or we'll have to somehow work it out in an apartment and how to garden or something. Yeah. Because it makes me like, I go out there, I drink my tea in the morning and then I water the garden. I sit with our cat, the oh. little peanut butter buttercup orange cat out there. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the orange cat out there. We just chill for like a good bit. It's so nice. Yeah. I love it. And it's cool to watch things. Like it's we're just like really into watching things grow. We just got peppers in. We're not like big enough to pick yet, but they're pretty big. Really? It's exciting. Yeah, I've never really seen garden before. So it's like really cool, I think. And I love it. Because I like cooking. Yeah. So I'm so excited to create all meals with like our garden. Yeah. Foods. I can't wait to hear about what you guys cook. Yes, I already have some plans of what I, different things we're gonna cook. We Kendra's already made. We don't have a lemon tree, but we buy the lemons. Yeah, but she's already made like a minty lemonade. Oh yeah, with our lemonade. That's so good. And I just want to make teas. I'm a big tea person. Yeah, Nilla Day like well, I cook let's chicken. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, yeah. Nilla Day cook chicken. I just use our herbs like our rosemary and stuff, yeah. which was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Her- herbs are the, like I do think for those beginner gardeners herbs yeah. are the best places to start yeah mm-hmm. i agree it's a lot of fun so do you ever get imposter syndrome with gardening or oh, yeah. yeah 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 like yeah <laughs> i'm like who do i think you know i worked for the man for seven years like yeah. why do i think i can just do this on my own mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, I'm realizing that these negative thoughts that I have, like I'm finally realizing like they're not actually who I am. I'm just was conditioned that way. It's like I want to, my ego just wants to stay safe. 
mm-hmm. and wants to stay content and stuff like that and like is afraid like I'm I'm genuinely afraid to start my own business mm-hmm. that's scary but yeah we're scared every day we always talk about it mm-hmm. we freak out pretty much every day especially every day. like recently really? recently we've just been really down about it not like down about the company but just no, scared we, with this new line we like really really see it going well in our and then we've had really good feedback on TikTok and stuff but it's, it's, still it's more of an investment than our other side. I see. So it's, it's, it's yeah. Like a, it's yeah, our like elevated dress. collection. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love that dress. I, that that dress and that bolero all together was five yards of fabric. When usually like a cami is like a thirty. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh my god. So that is way more expensive to make for yes. us out of pocket from the get go than anything else we have. So you're like banking on that same wall type thing. Like, yeah. Okay. Or we're just gonna price. We have to price it up, which is also kind of nerve wracking because like. The highest thing on our site is only sixty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing a four months in a row elevated line, which is you know like more these kind of pieces. I mean, also more like intricate. this we had pattern. It took us like two weeks to pattern it and then sew mm-hmm. it up, and then yeah, it's a so whole it's, it's a long process. A long process and, like, it took a lot more time. And sew all the bows on there mm-hmm. and like the butt, like all that stuff. The buttons. Mm-hmm. It took takes way more time. So it's like, will this? But also we think that this is like so us mm-hmm. and we want to like yeah so you see ourselves as designers we want to like show more of our designer like yeah. skills with all of us we can still design our other stuff but like lounge where it's not as much um i think that's important yeah so like we're hoping to go more like upscale with some stuff mm-hmm. it's just scary because you have to price it up and then it's like will our people be upset that we're pricing up will yeah. people be okay with it um which is like a scary transition to make yeah we'll see that's amazing proud of you guys Thanks. And I, I know it will pay off hopefully because you're being your it. most authentic self you know you're putting yeah. out like what you are so proud of making mm-hmm. so in some way or another it will pay off. hopefully mm-hmm. in the term of monetary <laughs> gains yeah. well then so it's self. nice to have you too as our friend it's nice to have like-minded business people yes. as friends. because what I've noticed is when I surround myself with people that are very like pro-corporate think going out of it is out of the box is a little scary. I automatically start being like, "Yeah, this is stupid." Yeah, mm-hmm. you yourself. Yes, you know. So mm-hmm. it's nice to also surround yourself with people that yeah feel yes. that way. I completely agree. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah, I, it's kind of fate that we were both in the situation mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like weird timing that it was so close. I know, and it was, it was so great to me because like <laughs> you had just gone through it. And I was like, yeah, I remember we like went for a walk and I was like, here's everything. Like, let me tell you, unemployment is a bitch. It's gonna take you so long to figure it out. I thought I was so stupid. <laughs> and it turns out they just make it really difficult, yeah. I think, to like so they won't pay a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it was it was good though. I think it was good and to ease both of our minds. Yes. Yeah. Because it is being laid off is also hard because yeah, you're like I did something wrong. It was me, but really it's yeah. the company. Like layoffs aren't, you're not fired. Layoffs are because yeah. the company can't pay for it anymore. Yeah. So it's like hard not to take it personally of being like, why wasn't I chosen to stay? I feel like for me, like I kind of realized like nothing's personal business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if they like you, it has nothing to do with you. It's mm-hmm. just like the opportunity and like maybe you performed well in that certain circumstance where they were looking for some, you know, like mm-hmm. they, no offense but like they do not care about you in any way. No, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what it shows too is being laid off or like other jobs too. I think it showed me how I want to treat my future employees. Even if I have to lay somebody off, I'll just do it differently than some companies have done it. But 
So we're gonna hold you to that. Honestly, it's a learning. No, I just, I just because I say the same thing, and I'm like, I hope that I don't ever become super powerful. Yeah, no, I think we would just like never let it happen. No, personally, and like with each other. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I feel like I would never (laughs) slap each other. Yeah, (laughs) I think it really does because I think I want like for me for starting to employ people, I want to create it as more of like a a family, a family, and we can all. Because, you know, I've talked about on um, this podcast before, like when I lost my dad, the company I was with at the time, well, it was like, okay, hey, five days and you got to be back. And I'm like over here, like picking up my dad's ashes on my lunch break and yeah. like just crazy shit that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we've employees, like I'm never going to treat employees. Like if they lose their parent, I'll literally be like, take as much time as you right. need. Because cause they want you, you, you would want them back in there. Yes. In, in their, their full body. mental space. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, I know I was crazy. After that. Like when I think about it in business wise. I was going insane. Mm-hmm. You're like, why would they want you there? Even honestly, I think about that. I'm like, I probably wasn't, you know, at least it was over email, so I could be like, Hello, like, how was your weekend? Exclamation point! But like, literally inside, I was like, I hate the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just think it shows too, especially with like layoffs and being treated afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went on a little tangent there. That's okay. Go for it, girl. Sorry. Get it. Get it. Get it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah, imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah, that's what we were on. How did we get here? Yeah, imposter syndrome should be crazy. Yeah. I, like, have started, like, my mornings by, like, listening to motivational speeches. Mm. And, like, I have a vision board, and I look at that, and I'm religious, so I've been reading the Bible and, like, highlighting different, like, like have faith. Like, mm. just don't worry about the how. Like, kind of become detached from it. Like, I... I like to think that like I know I'm going to be successful in anything. It doesn't need to be monetarily. It can be like happiness. Like I'm always going to reach for the best in life. So that's what I tell myself. And I just think like, don't worry about the how as much as like, it's so freaking hard not to, but like, cause cause my business is up in the air. Cause like, I don't know if like me going to farmer's markets, like I don't know how much money that's going to make me. Mm-hmm. Is that going to make me enough to like invest into something that like I can make even more money in? Or am I just going to be going to farmer's markets every, you know, and just like living off what I make farmer's markets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it's going to be. And I need to be okay with not knowing. And I'm really bad with like in yeah. all like, personal relationships, like gray areas, just eat me. Like, or me too. Yeah. That's well, it's all a learning curve. Cause we've talked about how like last year when we started this, um, we did fine, but we weren't getting like the sales that we wanted yeah. to. Yeah. But now looking back at it, we both have said we weren't prepared. If we, if something would have blown up on TikTok, we weren't prepared to like we couldn't be able at all to do that. But now we are prepared. It was yeah. like all learning a curve of, yeah, figuring out resources. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like you guys maybe would not have like had the courage to start your elevated line. Yeah. Probably. Not. Like, yeah, like it would have sold like the casual stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, probably just kept doing the casual stuff totally. for a bit yeah well now we have more of a vision so that's what I think and that's also it's easier said than done but yeah not to care as much about the money coming in yeah, just, yeah. I mean it's, it's just so hard it's, though it sounds a little like privilege because you can't I mean I don't know like you just can't think about the dollar sign as much because when you think about the dollar sign you're not thinking about the creativity mm-hmm. or what path you really want to go down I mean, certainly and then, like to survival mode almost. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, the money is going to come in if you're putting out like what's your you, yeah, mm-hmm. like the vibes that you're really feeling for the. Company. And you have to believe it. Like yeah. you need to like have like unwavering faith. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think if you're really passionate about your company. Like I can tell you can tell that you're passionate. So I feel like at farmers markets you're gonna do well because your passion like comes nice. through very well. <laughs> but I think if you're passionate about your company and it really shows through. People are more 
like they're also going to feel passionate about it because it's yeah. like and they want to build a bond mm-hmm. yeah you know like especially with your guys clothes it's like oh my god they love these clothes so much mm-hmm. like yeah i want to wear them because i want to like feel like they feel yeah yeah i feel like that's a good way to look at it yeah. hopefully that's how people see it yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like magic yeah wow Maybe we should make that a little slogan okay <laughs> take it <laughs> why do you like oh, yeah. why do you like oh, gardening? Good question. yeah it, it's all back to like nature and like just connection and like just feeling very very grounded and that I can produce something mm-hmm. um yeah like I am putting the effort into making something beautiful and then I'm also being able to feed myself too which mm-hmm. is really pretty cool and it's like funny because like I don't like vegetables that much like I really don't like yeah, like that's I don't crazy. Have, I don't buy vegetables in the winter. What? Yeah, winter vegetables are the best. They're my like, favorite. Yeah, like I hate salads. Like I will never, I will <laughs> hardly ever like get a salad at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But so I ferment a lot of my vegetables, mm-hmm. and I and I kind of give them away and stuff like that. And like I will make like zucchini, like I make zucchini bread and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. I will, I will make zucchini and I will roast it and that kind of stuff. I want to learn more fermenting from you. That's yeah. what I told you. I, mean, I texted you the other day. I texted Ellie and I was like, "You have to show your fermenting process oh, on TikTok." Because oh, yeah. I, I should know. It was because you wanted to know. I thought it was because like you should. It would get a lot of views. Oh no, like, I, me. I want to know, but also I feel like I. <laughs> I just don't know how to. I'm like, yeah. Seeing it on TikTok's a lot easier than like seeing a recipe online. Personally, yeah. yeah. You know, interesting. So if you would just like show your process. totally. Well, I can. I can tell you right now. I use whey from my raw milk. Mm-hmm. um to speed up the process because there's a ton of bacteria in there so that mm-hmm. just speeds up the fermentation process and fermentation like fermented foods are really really good for that was talked about in the sour, like mm-hmm. sauerkraut mm-hmm. and so i just feel my best when i'm eating fermented vegetables what else do you ferment fermenting radishes right now oh that'd be carrots good. yeah carrots be good yeah, yeah. Ferment, literally like you like technically like with pickles you can cucumbers you can ferment them instead of just pickling them mm-hmm. yeah so i'm gonna try and do that it's good I like a taste a dip, like a fermented yeah cucumber versus a pickle oh, cucumber yeah let's do a little taste test like yeah that. should that'd be interesting um how did you get into gardening like um <laughs> I, I think it was five years ago I was living in Cleveland and I moved into a new house um and it was kind of like a duplex and they had a community garden down the street and so my landlord was like you want there's an extra plot like we you know the house has a reserved plot for a vegetable garden that was like okay sure like I guess I'll do it and I was talking to a guy at the time who owned a garden center and so I told him and he was like I'll help you and I was like okay great and so he helped me like gave me um, a bunch of tomato and pepper transplants that was mainly what I uh, grew for the first year and then you know we stopped talking um but my love for gardening was I was like oh my god this is awesome at first I was kind of like I felt weird because I was like he showed me this Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. is this like our thing that like we don't have anymore but I was like, no, I'm, not, I'm taking it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. And people come into your life for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. And, and that he was definitely, I mean, show me show a few you. other things for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely gardening. Yeah, like you probably would have never had this business yeah. if you hadn't talked to him. At yeah, time. I, I think show. I would be like the type of okay, gardening, even though like gardening, it's not like I'm passionate about it. It's not 100% like my thing. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like, I'm never going to be a master gardener. Well, yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens down the line. But I'm not going to go to school to get like a gardening degree. Like, mm-hmm. But like it has just opened up another door for me of just living like I think in conjunction with the land and like just being a part of it and again just being able to like use my skill set to help cultivate it in a beautiful way that produces fruit.
I love that. Yeah. You talk so like eloquently. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would hear you talking like, wow, you Me just too. sound so professional. Like, <laughs> so nice. Yeah, you're the freaking corporate. <laughs> I like, the sales. Yeah, the sales yeah. pitching. Good. <laughs> that is nice. That was like, I was out with some people this weekend and one girl's like starting a clothing thing. Oh, but like, um, girl she was like in the white t-shirt. Okay. I don't know if you remember, met her. But yeah, yeah, so she's she's, next to me. yeah, 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 yeah. So she's starting like a screen printing awesome. business thing or like, well, I don't know. yeah, it's probably like put logos on yeah. wholesale clothes. And she just talked about it so confidently. And I was like, yeah, your business is going to do so well. And I was like, this I love is, that. So, you know, mm-hmm. we've been trying to talk way more confidently about it. Like we are so confident about our business, but I need to be better about like portraying that confidence to other yeah. people. Yeah. I have a mug that says, you know, like the fake it till you make it. Make it yeah. Like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to live by that too, mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of power in what you just said. I mean, so Literally. much so that like you're, you're talking about on a podcast, you know, how much that girl impacted you. Yeah. And like that you want to become inspired. By it. So not only can we be better at our businesses, we can also inspire others to do the same. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like having, you guys inspire me so much. You, you really do. Wow. That's yeah. exciting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You guys like live and breathe your business. We do. You know, like, yeah. You see that you guys have faith in it. Like yeah. how you guys. How you think that that girl talks confidently? I think you guys talk confidently. Good, we've been Thanks. working on it. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. Yeah, well, it's also just hard explaining it to people because I noticed that too. I was in an, on the way to that bar. Yeah, it turns out we were like Ellie and I were at the same bar this past yeah. weekend. We were both, both two different groups, so. But that. on the way to that bar in the Uber, there was like a guy who had a small business for a long time, um, doing like maid service, like cleaning services, okay. and he was asking about my business. And it's, it is kind of hard to explain our clothing business because he was like, where do you guys get it manufactured? And I was like, well, we like make it ourselves. And like we, have the fab- like we do buy the fabric ourselves. And then, and then I think people when they hear clothing business, they think that we're getting it like from wholesale and like making our own boutique. Yeah. Or like we're like, we're so it's a bit difficult like to sending it to a warehouse to make. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's always, I got to figure out my like sales, not my sales pitch, yeah. but, but obviously speed. we design and sew clothes. Yeah. Design and sew clothes. Yeah. That's so funny because, like, when I think of a clothing business, I think of you guys, mm-hmm. but I would never think that someone else would like outsource it. Yeah, yeah. But, I guess but that's like the norm is to people. to d- draw up your design, technically, okay, make it on Adobe, yeah. and then you send it off to a manufacturer, gotcha. and then you do sample runs with them, and then get the finished product. Ah, so you guys are way cooler than that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Well, I don't do tech designs on. Adobe. I actually do, but I'm not good at tech designs on Adobe. I struggled yeah. with that in school. That was hard. It was hard. That was not good at how, it. How do you do your designs? I do them on Procreate. Okay, gotcha. That I, one was Adobe, originally drawn up on, on a whiteboard. On a whiteboard. Oh, yeah, but that's before I had an iPad. I just drew on whiteboards and then would Finish. edit it so it would look like a white background. Oh. But now I have Procreate on my iPad. It's way easier. Yeah. So do I. It's so nice. Love it's, it. It's like, like I, my I, favorite Christmas gift. <laughs> dude, yeah. My iPad broke and like I had to get a new one right away because I was like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like my main thing for our company. But you're you're a Gen Z. Yeah. I'm a Gen, I'm a millennial, so like I always get made fun of by my younger cousins. They're like, oh yeah, like checks out that you are millennial and you have an iPad. What? Yeah. So those are like having an iPad. At least, so what I've heard, having an iPad is a millennial thing. What would you? What else would you? What do you use? I don't know. Everyone I went to school with had an iPad. Yeah. Well, you yeah. had an iPad for your schooling. Mm-hmm. I thought you did. No. Huh. That's just like what most people, even at the U, most people I knew took notes on their iPad. Interesting. Too. Like before, I was with fashion when I was like nutrition and 
psychology and stuff it was always ipad notes Huh. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him about it. I'm seeing it. Maybe they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just don't know else what you would create on, like the way you can create on an iPhone. Yeah. Like I Photoshop, think... but like that's nowhere near what Procreate is. Well, Procreate, if, if you're good at Photoshop, yeah. you can do it. But like, I'm just not good at Photoshop. I'm not either. I had to Photoshop a little bit for one job that I had, and I was like, well, that's like way over my head. Yeah. But it sounds hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even Procreate, Photoshop, mute me. I mean, too, I'm not good at that. Procreate, I can do. Procreate, it's, it's like easy. it's like drawing, like on a notepad okay. or something mm-hmm. like adobe in general just is so I, I can do it but it's very confusing to me yeah mm-hmm. i'm not good at it that was my worst grade in school um another question yeah <laughs> what are ways to meet new people when you move to a new oh. place oh. pickleball honestly is a great way to meet people <laughs> meet boys meet friends meet yeah. like everybody's so nice yes i agree not that I got any boys off, but the love I'm not really hot. <laughs> I'm just always you. way too nervous to talk to anybody, and I will be. Thankful. And then we mess up. And it's like, yeah, I know. Can't like flirt with them right now. I know because I get to. There was because the last time we were there, there was these two hot guys that were playing against. But it was towards the end. So when Ellie and I get start getting tired, we are not good. Yeah, like we're definitely great in the beginning, and you can slowly see us deteriorate. <laughs> and when I'm not good, I get so mad at myself. And so these guys were hot, but I was... You were really mad. I was. I was just like, fuck myself. Like, fuck me. Like, what am I doing? Like, I would just get so mad at myself. Scary. And then, yeah, so that worked out. They're your worst side. We didn't ask them to join our group. No, we didn't. We were like, it was nice playing the guys that we just kind of bolted right out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're done. Yeah. So that. So um, play us in the beginning. Hot guys need to play us from the get-go. That's true. We'll play them again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so pickleball for sure. J- joining a gym was really great. Just That's a good really way to meet friends. Um, what else did I do? I did something else. You joined just sport leagues in general. Yeah, I did a volleyball league with my friend. Yeah, which a lot of cities have those leagues. Yeah, I like people have asked me this before, and there's one other thing, but I can't remember what it is. But yeah, I guess like or- any sort of organized sports. Because mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm sporty, so yeah. I like to play sports. And having that routine is always nice. Like, we see the same people every Monday when we go to oh, pickleball. Oh, tur- yeah. 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 Another routine thing, though, it's been seeming to like your farmer's market. Like, every Saturday, you're yeah. seeing the farmer's same people. Market, yeah. So you're starting to, like, have a bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when we change city. Again, I still don't feel like it's, like, home yeah. quite yet. Did but... you ever try, like, Bumble BFF? I never did. No. I didn't either. My friend Emmy, though, she moved to New York and she's one of her really good friends now, is from, she did Bumble BFF. I'm just like, eh. I know. Apps. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I like don't, I don't have any hate toward them. Like, obviously, you met your boyfriend on dating apps, which is amazing. But yeah, it's rare, I think. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah. Or like, and you had to go through like a lot of shit guys to. Yeah. And like a while ago, too, right? Yeah. Like, like during like, COVID, I think everybody was like yeah. not actually interested in like fully dating the person. Yeah. COVID was like, People were just talking to each other just to talk to someone to have somebody to talk to when they were bored because you couldn't obviously go out of your house or anything. Yeah. So I think that's why we hit it off. I think if it was like actually like when we could have met up in person or something, it would have been a different story. So yeah, I think I it, like I think I'm, I have a different vibe, and I think everybody has a different vibe when they're like mm-hmm. trying we to probably would have been places. doing like long distance. Yeah. If yeah. It wasn't for COVID. Yeah. I think COVID made it just more like a funny app rather than like trying to do something with it. So now. Yeah, Tinder. 
Yeah. Yeah. Passport. Mm-hmm. Um, it was free. But so now when I see home. like when I see dating apps, I'm like, oh god. Like, yeah. Remembering that time sounds absolutely horrible. And the guys that I met before off that when it wasn't like during COVID, not a good time. So like the other night, I'm not doing dating apps, but then the other night, Kenner and I had a bottle of wine and we're like, let's just re-download Bumble. <laughs> and we, yeah. And so we were going through it and like literally 20 minutes scrolling. I was like, I hate this. I'm over this. Yeah. And I deleted it. So yeah, not fun. No, I know. I just, my friends have already like, well, I don't know. Cause my one friend has gotten a lot of nice, she met a lot of nice people. She's also like not really looking for a too. Mm-hmm. She's just looking for connections, particularly is kind of like what I'm looking for, just mm-hmm. meeting people in general. But just so happens it's like cute boy, like great. But if it's a friend, mm-hmm. that's also great too. Yeah. So maybe I should. I'm, I'm just not good virtually either. I don't yeah. think my like my banter comes across virtually at all. Any last questions? Mm-hmm. Any other things you want to talk about? Oh, uh, this has been good. I like yeah. it. I guess I'm it's excited fun. to edit it. Later. Maybe we can do like an updated one later. Yeah, on, like, well, that's what I was like, like once you like really have your your business going, yeah. I would like mm-hmm. to do maybe like a six month year update. Well, you know, it'd be so fun. And like, you guys too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could all like both our businesses that. are like yeah, yeah. like off. That'd be awesome. collabs. Yeah, Yeah. Awesome. was telling me about like all your guys' ideas, like potentially do collaborations like a garden journal. Yeah, yeah. I'm super cool. cool. I came home to Kendra and I was like, yeah, we could do like a garden journal. We could do all these little things. Yeah, yeah like. Mm-hmm. random stuff there's the world's your oyster it so is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nashville's our oyster right now <laughs> <laughs> shit not nashville mm. yeah but like people like romanticize nashville they do i've like, said it multiple times on the podcast like i think most people to listen to the podcast know i hate nashville yeah well, we were talking about today and it's just surprised because even we follow a lot of celebrities that are now moving to nashville and i was mm-hmm. like i unless you're in the music world I don't understand people moving to Nashville. Yeah. Like maybe I get like, it from I mean, LA. But like, you know, like celebrities. But like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what is here for? Because, like, I just don't Candace King is in Vampire Diaries. She's here now, we've seen. And like, Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell are building a house in Nashville. Yeah. And I'm always like, it's so interesting that mm-hmm. Nashville is a location. I have said that, like, I think Nashville is kind of like, I've never been to LA, so take us to the grain of salt. The LA of the South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think so. It's honestly, well, yeah, I don't like LA personally. I don't think we saw LA, LA mm-hmm. actually, but like from what we saw of LA, I didn't enjoy it either. And like mm-hmm. Isaac lives in Long Beach and he tries his best to go to LA. Yeah. It's interesting because in Nashville, there's a lot of people with great energy and you can feel it. And it's a lot of creative people, you know, or even corporate people that are just like have a passion. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of that there, but there's also like just people here oh very yeah. and like if they're crappy they're the crappiest people you've ever met. yeah they're yeah. like yeah. Me, like they're just so everybody here is so up their own ass yes, yes. that's what i can't it's say. definitely like what can you do for me or like or- i'm doing something so unique so different yeah. i'm so special when it's like all of us most people who live here are trying to like make something on their own yeah you're not the only person here that's trying to do something different with their lives yeah that's what i don't like i just think and like people are so like fake different here like everybody thinks that they're different here but they're like if you really put them all in one room you or we put like all the different states of one in one room you would pick out the national people very easily I think mm-hmm. I think it was harder to find like authentic friends in Nashville I mean it took yeah. me like 10 years to find my group that I'm with now yeah you know and now I feel like all my friends here are 
amazing. Yeah, like amazing people, amazing hearts, like everything about them are great. But yeah, it takes a bit to yeah find that. And that's a really interesting place. I kind of like started living like, okay, if this if this is my last summer here, like what do I want to do? Yeah. And that's been nice to take the pressure off. Like, yeah, okay, this probably could be my last summer here. Like, what hike do I want to go on? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what like restaurant do I want to try that I've heard is really good? Yeah, I went on Broadway on was it Saturday night and I'm like, no. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss this. No. Broadway's <laughs> fun every once in a while, but uh-uh. yeah. yeah, I was in Midtown that night oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah I wish I hung out with you oh we got and that like that group was just so much fun we got crazy drunk <laughs> and yeah it was it was fun except I was so stupid I was so drunk that I got to a random I wasn't my uber and I like think about it now and I'm like it was terrifying well it was a Toyota and then so I just popped into Toyota didn't check license plate which was so stupid yeah and the guy was like okay put your address in and I was like oh oh this isn't this isn't my uber and like luckily i like quickly walked it out see <gasps> it was just a random a random car because you know by tin roof people are all like cars are all lined yeah. up because it's like everybody's getting ubers there at the same time and then what do you think he's trying to do tell you honestly i was like thank god i didn't just lock the door and i know i thought about i honestly i thought about that and i was like thank god right away i just was like uh-uh this is weird gotta like go out because I think I literally thought about that this morning. I was like, "Thank God I'm not dead, man." And then, then I got into the right Uber. And then my friend Drew comes up to the window and she's like, "Because I told her I was like, that's not my Uber." And then I get to the right Uber and Drew goes up and she's like, "We will find you if you murder her." <laughs> to the Uber driver. <laughs> and I was like, "There you go, buddy." Like I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she's terrified. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, na- national nights sometimes like not. I, I don't want to say rarely because that sounds too negative, but. Sometimes they're so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then other times they're like, okay. Yeah. You have to be like in the right headspace. You be do. like, I know I'm going to be around a ton of tourists. I'm yeah. going to be around um, obnoxious people. No offense. The only person I'm thinking about it is we went to a bar like a month ago and this girl was so drunk and she came up and started like petting my hair. <laughs> what bar was that? Never, never the bar is that never never is like the yeah, of Houston. yeah. do you not remember this girl she was oh, she was so her. loud you could hear her all across the bar and then she came up behind me and she was like isn't the bartender so cute he's like so cute i was like petting my hair and she started rubbing my back and so i moved and i was like like kind of like obviously being like get off me and she just kept doing it which was like whatever but i feel like every time i've been out most times i've been out in nashville i've had like an encounter with somebody that's like okay more than I didn't I guess Minneapolis is just different I think Minneapolis people are very much to themselves and like to their groups and you don't really like intermingle with people I guess mm-hmm. Minneapolis being so different than Minneapolis so. is better like Minneapolis is like, awesome I love it, Minneapolis. it is if it was not I think that's why I'm having a hard time with this but here is I think Minneapolis people are just very genuine mm-hmm. most people take a lot of pride in being a Minnesotan yeah and I just I there's, see that yeah there's, there's just a lot of like it's a more family vibe from the Wil- Wilhagen to the Vikings bar here. yeah but like yeah. I just think it's like I just think people are, care more about one another in Minneapolis even when they're strangers and I think in Nashville it's like nobody cares about you unless you can do something for them or you already have like a close bond like nobody cares about strangers here yeah I love least. I love the Midwestern vibe yeah my parents are from Ohio like yeah I definitely associate with Midwestern people yeah. a lot mm-hmm. so I feel like that's makes sense about Minnesota yeah 
Yeah, we probably would live there if I didn't get insanely depressed in the yeah. winter. Yeah, that the winter is yeah, it's just it's too much in the winter. It's too much. But I also haven't experienced love in Nashville, so I feel like I should talk it, but I also haven't really tried. But Same. yeah, I also don't care to talk about it. So. But yeah, it's your life. Yeah. Um, you guys are to Savannah one day. Yeah. yeah. We should do some hikes though, especially if yeah, we're leaving, you're leaving. Mm-hmm. There's a, a ton of beautiful hikes like an hour, two hours away. I notice that my problem is on the weekends like I don't make plans like I just am like and I, I should because I have time to yeah but I just like go with the flow and then like my friends are like oh like we're doing this you should come and I'm like all right well I don't have plans I feel like I should go out and I, mm-hmm. I don't want to go but I feel like I should mm-hmm. so my what I realized this weekend is like I want to be proactive at all times yeah so like, orga- really like organizing like even just like right. like hey come on over like or hey why don't we go to this bar or something like that if yeah. I if we do want to drink yeah. Or go to hike there. Yeah. Let's do it. I yes. think we do that, especially because like then we actually, especially if we want to drink, we'll go to bars we actually want to go to exactly. versus mm-hmm. like hanging yeah. up on Broadway yeah. again or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Even Urban Cowboy yet? No, that's kind of their bar. Cowboy it's beautiful. It's like yeah. you're like, literally. It's like it feels like you're in a little forest in the back of a. Oh, and like, their drinks are so good. so good. When do you go? Weekends? We haven't been. We haven't been in a long time. Yeah, we've. I stopped That's drinking. Good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Kendra stopped drinking. But I would drink Urban really? Yeah, Urban Cat. Well, she, well, she's like Kendra. Well, I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you. Speaking well, we were just that? kind of saying after Savannah, we got insanely drunk one night in Savannah. Yeah, and we were getting drunk off of like beer and vodka sodas, and we spent so much money on it. So we were like, I only want to really drink if it's this really nice cocktail yes. that I can't make myself. Yes. Yeah. Like know. I'm going to be like more, so I, I still, I'm not going to be like sober, but I'm like, I'm only going to selectively drink. That's mm-hmm. my perspective of drinking. Yeah. I did the hundred days sober and it was mm-hmm. the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I only want to drink when I want to drink. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do. Like, yeah. On exactly. Saturday I broke that because mm-hmm. I got a drink when I shouldn't have. Yeah. But I was just like, eh, I guess I just will. But and yeah. Sometimes it's fun. It's like, sometimes it's worth it. I just feel like most times I regret it. There's also like, um, I've been reading up on like just the energy of alcohol too. Like, I think it's very important to go into a mindset of drinking, like feeling very positive yeah. and feeling very safe too. Mm-hmm. And so that's my, like, I want to drink around people that like I trust. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I have to control the situation, but like just be in an environment where like, I would be okay if I wasn't drinking, but drinking is just going to enhance it. Yeah. It's not because I feel like I have to drink. Like, exactly. I feel like I, cause I have such anxiety. I'm always like, and then I get to a social situation, like, oh my God, I have to drink mm-hmm. yeah. to settle my anxiety down. And yeah. then it gets like out of control. And I always feel like shit the next morning. And it's like a whole like week of recovery for me. Yeah. And I'm anxiety. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm also like a person who's like very like um, energy yeah. driven. Like I always surround myself with people I get good energy from. And I feel like every time I drink, it just like takes away. It alcohol so lowers your vibration. Yeah. And it, it is, I mean, it's low vibration. It's called spirit for a reason. I think yeah interesting yeah Yeah, I think I can feel it I just don't like Mm -hmm. how it affects me it's the literal like stupidest thing that alcohol is so socially acceptable yeah Mm -hmm. and And then it's like that's how you make friends almost it's like it is it It feels like that's what beer is like drink yeah, yeah, especially in Nashville. Nashville's such a yeah. drinking town. Mm-hmm. That That's Savannah we liked because almost every single bar we went to had a non-alcoholic Mocktail. version of oh, mocktails too, yes. which like is cool. good mocktails. And so like, does yeah, so Urban Cowboys. So like yeah, find yeah. those one. Like we've gone to Barcelona a lot. They have good mocktails. Yes, but yeah, finding those places that have mm-hmm. mocktails is nice. Because I like the, I like the act of getting a nice drink. Yeah. yeah. Like a delicacy. It's like yeah, yeah. It enhances your dining experience or your social experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just you just yeah I feel that mm-hmm. and that's something I would want to do sorry there. no you're right. something I'm also wanting to explore is like on my blog like 
pay for courses type thing. Mm -hmm. And something I really want to do is like when I did 100 Days Sober, like I found myself to become very spiritual and I learned a lot about myself and just about like the world and the universe and stuff. And so I would love to like take people through like a guided course of like, maybe it's hundred days cause that's what I did, but maybe it's like a abbreviated version of just like being sober and then um, learning about different like spirituality modalities. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. So when you went out, when you were sober, Ugh. did you feel like you could be a part of the group or does it it took a while okay. it took, yeah it took a really long time and I'm proud of myself because mm-hmm. I got over that and I had been sober curious for all of last year but because I just moved to Nashville I was like I feel like I have to drink to yeah. make friends mm-hmm. um and so finally I did it and yeah I was really really I did a one month in October and that was tough saying no but I did go out like I went out on Broadway and then I drank. I know that's like, Broadway sober Broadway. sounds like yeah. absolute hell. It, it was like yeah. actually, yeah. It, it was bad. I was with a guy who was absolutely wasted, oh. and like I drove him home. And then he texted me and said, "He's like, was oh, that an asshole?" And I was like, "Yeah, like yeah. we're done uh, talking. Like this is not gonna work." Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. So that like that's something I want to experience too because I'm I'm and I'm not there yet. Like I think my journey with alcohol will always be one that I want to learn about. Mm-hmm. But like I think there's a lot of people like us that are curious about it and yeah. questioning what their relationship is with alcohol mm-hmm. and that's why I like our group of like pickleball or yeah. those things because we're doing activity where you don't feel like you have to drink yeah or we can get drinks afterward yeah. as a group but we you know and it's social yeah and it's after an activity mm-hmm. totally. or it's not mm-hmm. just like that we're not just going to a bar yeah and, and, and yeah no one's getting wasted it's mm-hmm. just like a after yeah playing drink yeah it's just different mm-hmm that's cool though that you're not drinking as much. Yeah, hopefully try it. <laughs> and you're so young too. Yeah, I feel like I just get like roped into it a lot. But like, yeah. I definitely don't. I like I haven't liked alcohol in a long, long, long time. So. I was yeah. blackout. Like I was college. in college. I was bad in college. Yeah. I was like, I would take shots before class. Yeah. So I feel like I was like, I mean, not like bad with it. It was more like, yeah, haha, with my roommate. And I would be like, haha, let's take some shots before class. Like, let's just go to class like this. Mm -hmm. And then it's, I don't know, it was more for fun, but I was, I just never felt good off of it. And then I like, in college, I definitely partied, not like a lot, but a good amount. Yeah. But now I'm just over it. I also just feel like, yeah, like I just worry about what I said all the time. I don't like not having control of like my thought process as much. I feel like I just like, every time I get home, I just like kind of dwindle down to like a, so it's not good yeah but i feel you on that yeah everything you said i'm like yes yes yeah they agree when you were blackout yeah for college were you still into like all the natural eating and stuff too oh like what brought you into that yeah out of like what brought me into the alcohol no no out of the blackout stage into oh it's a long process i think even when i lived in like i was just so when i reflect back like in therapy and journaling and stuff i realized like i I hated myself like I really did not like myself in college even like growing up, like I still struggle with like self love right now as, mm-hmm. as kind of we all do yeah um yeah I I just drank alcohol to like numb the pain I just yeah I just like went through some shit and I was just like this sucks I'm just gonna get wasted so I like myself better when I'm drunk because I'm more outgoing and more mm-hmm. fun that's what my mind pro- like my thought process is always like people like me better when I'm drunk yeah I talk more when I'm drunk and like yeah that's why I thought that was my true self was when I was drunk but in reality like that's exactly. not my true yeah. self at all yeah yeah I think that I was still drinking a lot in Cleveland and then with when I started dating my ex he doesn't he didn't drink he rarely drank and so I stopped drinking like 
not all the time, but I, I would just not drink as much with him. And then once we broke up, then I moved here and I'm like, wait, this is kind of weird because like I went through like two and a half years of like not, not drinking that much with him and then feeling like I have to start drinking again. Mm-hmm. And then it was a, like, okay, well, why don't I like, him? because like it, it was starting illuminating all the things like I did it because I didn't like myself. Well, why don't I like myself? Like, mm-hmm. let's get to that route. So that's been my journey for the past, I'd say for what, five months. Yeah. Sorry, 20, 2023, I was like, this is self-love yeah. year for me. Yeah. And like, I don't even care if I get into a relationship because I need to love myself first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can see your growth. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just from the, Aww. like over a little over a year of knowing you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I definitely feel like I'm more myself and I, and I'm still figuring out who I am, mm-hmm. like because of the alcohol, I didn't really do drugs, but because of the alcohol and the like self-hatred, I just didn't. I didn't give myself space to be who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm figuring that out at 29. You can, yeah, there's no time limit on it. Uh-uh. I, think it's, I think it's like a lifelong journey too. It is. We're always going to have to like struggle with it. Yeah, bit sure and figure it out. I feel like I didn't like start doing like self-love and like really looking into myself until after our dad died. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was, I don't know. I don't know if it was because like, I also had to take a, big look on big look at who I was friends with and like who really supported me yeah and also I think I was in such a low place that I was like the only thing that's going to get me out of here is loving myself yeah you know because if I didn't love myself then I'm like and like the only people we had was like family and ourselves Mm -hmm. so you had to like you were kind of forced to like spend more time because it was also I think it's like as much as we understand like we could understand each other Mm -hmm. but like nobody outside of who experienced it could understand us so it's like I had to form a connection with myself relationship with myself to like get through it almost yeah like, like I you have can't no... talk to outside so- I, I personally couldn't talk to outside sources without mm-hmm. feeling guilty for putting it on that. I so agree. like I had to deal with it and then I did therapy and stuff so that helped so mm-hmm. honestly without if our dad was still here I'd have no idea where I would be in my self-love mm-hmm. journey that's, that's or where I'd be in, in life in general because yeah. I don't know if I'd still be in like the corporate world. I don't know how far this business, I mean, we were doing it, but I don't know if it would have got to where we were. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's just different things that push yeah. you into it's interesting. the self-love journey. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. awful to just be so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly. It's... Yeah. It's crazy. Like how our lives have changed throughout it. Mm-hmm. It's weird too. Cause he was like our biggest supporter of the company. You already told me that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so interesting. Cause we always think like, Oh, what would he be saying now about our company? Cause we're way prouder of our company now than we were when he saw it. Yeah. When he saw it, it was by, but it's weird. Cause like when he saw it, it was so bad. Like we would go for drives and he would be like, you like planning our whole future. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah. Like he'd be like, I'm going to get you guys a warehouse. Like we're going to like build this company, you know, to be something big. Like he'd always talk about how like big he wanted the company to be for us. Cause he yeah. saw how passionate we were about yeah. it. But it was like so shitty back then. So yeah, it's so at interesting. Design, like, Dad, yeah, like why were you proud of us? I think <laughs> you should be like, that was ugly. Yeah. And I think he probably saw our passion. Yeah. For it. But it's like also weird because I think we switched to four months. Cause I went to sewing school after our dad passed because I was so much like because he told me to quit school because I wasn't happy and like the, at the U and I yeah. didn't want to go down that path anyway. It was like the start of COVID. Too. It's the start of COVID. And like my passion is definitely like sewing design creativity stuff yeah. and it always has been so like I think he realized life is so short I realized life is so short so that's why I quit the U and I ended up going to like sewing school for one year mm-hmm. but I would have never done that probably if he wouldn't have passed and like mm-hmm. it's just and that would our company wouldn't be what it is now if I wouldn't have gone to sewing no, school because yeah. I didn't have the skill set that I have now so it's like it's so weird because he probably wouldn't four months probably wouldn't technically be a thing or mm-hmm. would it I don't know it's just yeah. interesting to think about 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, like, that's like really beautiful it's mm-hmm. very special it is kind of crazy mm-hmm. it's nothing like so weird it's horrible i'm sure he's just like not smiling hopefully can I, <laughs> can I ask you about something else too oh yeah ask us anything experience that you guys see oh, oh my god we talked about it a little bit i think we have not a while I, like, think it's like I have you really ever medicine. seen anything or felt anything can you feel it um I can feel my guardian angels. Mm-hmm. I, see, yeah. I That's and my I, thing. I can only feel bad ones. I can't okay. feel good ones, so I'm very jealous. But dads talk to me. Like, I see dad in dreams. I've never oh. felt dad awake. Only when I'm like sleeping, I can feel him. Yeah. And I've like he, he I've had signs from him awake, but I've only like really felt his presence when I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. What are the signs? Like, uh, well, he loves, like, he would, like, stop the car to go, like, see a hawk or an eagle. He would, like, pull the car outside the road and be like, oh, my God, a hawk. And he's like, we see, like, a thousand hawks a day, Dad. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, so interested in them for some reason. We'd always just, like, sit and watch the birds. And so, like, hawks become a huge sign for him. Like, when we see a hawk, like, certain ones you like, get a weird, like, feeling from that it's him. Like, there was one only, it was, like, maybe a couple weeks after he passed. Kenner and I would get coffee every single morning. It was kind of our ritual when we were right after our dad passed and there was a hawk way out in the um way out and like we were both just not doing well and Kendra was like come here hawk and literally like it flew over and it moved right like it was yeah. on a post right next to our car yeah sure. like it was yeah crazy. it was so weird and then like he'd like like eagles too and so one time I like I've never seen an eagle up close really but one time I was driving my car to work and it was like probably a month or two afterwards and I was like falling out. i cried every day to work for like the whole time I had that job because it was like his business friend that I was I was working for his business friend so it was like a really triggering place for me and I just hated working there and so I would every time I would drive to work I would just bawl my eyes out and then one day I was like telling him like I just need a sign from you like I just need to know you're okay and an eagle like I'm not kidding like my, if this was the car an eagle flew like this above it like there was like I could see the snow like on its wings it was crazy I mean it was insane yeah I was just right isn't it crazy and then like in a dream like probably a week after he passed I saw him and my he he like I was at my grandpa grandma's house in my dream and he was like opening the door for me he's like come here there's somebody I want you to meet and it was my grandpa who died before we were ever born whoa and he's always told me that I remind him of his dad and so I like that was like a weird feeling of like I know that I met my grandpa I know that it was my dad right isn't it yeah yeah so like I've, I've seen him in dreams and there's times where like like I had a dream like two nights ago, which is weird. I've been like very triggered recently, not doing well. And you're for growth. <laughs> yeah. Happening, happening. Yeah. And then like two weeks ago, I had a dream. This is weird, but that I introduced him to my boyfriend because I've always been like, oh, I can't. Isaac will never meet him. And I ran into his arms. And I was like, oh. I, he just like held me, and it was like such a weird. Like I haven't felt him for a long time, and then I felt him there, and I was like, it was such a weird like feeling i don't know so i see him in dreams now but i haven't felt him outside of dreams in a long time i haven't either and that's why i was feeling really down Mm -hmm. when like the dream definitely helped but then also in my dream i'm like am i just going like wacko you know but i don't think so i think there's like a feeling with it sometimes you do feel you're going a little insane yeah like yeah the other day when we were at um went to red door before we went to tamaro i have and um i never ever 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 hear our father-daughter dance song ever that's if I had a million dollars, I'd bring naked ladies. Like, that's not a party song. And it starts, and I was like, like, immediately didn't know what to do. And I was 
Sammy. And I was like, Sammy, you want to go to the bathroom with me? And we get into the stall and I just start like bawling. And I'm like, this, I never hear, I don't ever hear that song. Like if I want to hear that song, I have to play it. Cause like, it's not out there. And then, yeah, that was the first, because she gets it all the time, because yeah. her, her song from our dad was Sweet Caroline. We chose That's the worst song ever. the biggest party song ever. <laughs> yeah, it's so horrible. She's used to it by now, being like, if I go out, I'm going to hear it. Yeah. I'm not used to it. Yeah. So I was just a mess. Is that the same night as your journey? I don't, was it? Saturday? Yeah, because it was oh, my first weird. night at the dogs. Yeah, that is weird. That is so weird. That's super weird. But then the one nice thing was, I was, after I was bawling, I was looking in the mirror and being like, Sammy, do I look even crying? And this girl behind me, she was like, no, you look beautiful. I would have never thought you look like we're crying. And I was like, girls in the bathroom are Girls in the nice. bathroom are the nicest. <laughs> the bitches are there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I need that. Thank you. Oh, that's really sweet. What do you feel like for garden angels? Um, I think my two garden angels are my grandma, my nana, who passed away in 2020 or 2021. Um, yeah, I think it's 2020. And then um, my grandpa, who I never met. Oh. Yeah, my dad's side. So I just, I, yeah, I feel their presence sometimes. I haven't, like, called upon them recently. Um but I sometimes would do that and would just kind of feel it and just like in my meditative state and just be like, oh, I like, thank you for being here for the friends and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. And like, sometimes, I mean, I, I think they're guardian angels and I, I think they report up to God. So I mm-hmm. think that God will sometimes send them messages to tell me too. Mm-hmm. And so like, if I have a question or if I'm like really tr- you know, triggered by something, like I will ask God and I feel like they, he sends the messengers down and I'll feel them. And I also see cardinals and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Ever since I started to become more like nature focused, I've just noticed a lot of animals and like just their presence, like is really, really comforting to me. Mm-hmm. I, I know you guys I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, no, yeah. But it's definitely been a shift. And it's like, I think that like the animals notice me and my energy too, just as much as I notice them in there, it's like a kind of mutual respect thing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because like, you know, we have consciousness, like animals don't. Like, mm-hmm. so we're definitely better than animals. But like, you know? Yeah. I was thought of Kendra. Kendra can like, she just calls the animal. Animals come right up to her. Yeah. And I've yeah. always had like, I mean, like, I know it's like, like uh, and everything, but like, I feel like I've always cared more about animals and like felt animals' emotions a lot more than I feel people's that's always how I've been like I, I can be, get impacted by an animal like just seeing an animal more than I could get impacted by like a conversation with certain like not every person but like some people mm-hmm. I don't feel it as much as I feel like animal presence which yeah. is like not weird but I don't know. so it's interesting with your dad's dad because our dad's dad also passed before mm-hmm. we've ever met him but mm-hmm. we felt like insanely close to him without yeah. ever meeting him yeah so do you feel the same way then yeah I think as my dad like is always like he would love you so like to me maybe he says this to all my other my dad and I have a really close relationship he's like you mm-hmm. you know he would love you so much like he would be so proud of you like I wish you you know were able to, to meet him and stuff and I also have a really close relationship with my grandma too mm-hmm. you know I, I love my grandma <laughs> She's a little hard to deal with sometimes, <laughs> but I, I, I like love her. I'm so loyal to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I do that because like, I never got to meet him. And like, I feel like I owe it to him kind of to take care of her and make sure she's okay. Cause she struggles mm-hmm. with a few different things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you feel like, yeah, it's because like your dad kept his memory alive and talked about him. Yeah. That's why you kind of feel like you can yeah. know him a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do think so. For yeah. sure. like, I can't imagine like, I'm so close to him. Like, I literally, I couldn't even imagine losing my dad. So I don't mean, like, can't, can't imagine how you guys feel too. But I also 
can't imagine how my dad felt because I think he was 27 or something like that when he lost his dad. Mm-hmm. Very similar. So, our dad was 21. Yeah. So okay. very, very similar ages. Yeah. Then. Like, ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially hearing you guys talk about how close you are with your dad too. Yeah. How supportive he was the business. Like mm-hmm. that's that's my dad too. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. Your dad is like the warmest present. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get yeah. him once. He was so nice. Yeah. So nice. He's like <laughs> legit Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like him. Acts like him. He's the best. Yeah. yeah. And, He's so and nice. Like my mom, my dad, they just like trust me. You know. And they like my brother's an entrepreneur as well. They trusted him. Like they just kind of like have let us fly mm-hmm. and like just do your thing and like someone's asked me like hey like how's the money sitch like everything yeah. feeling good so yeah. i'm like fine like these are my plans type thing but yes. i do feel their support yeah and yeah. and i know that i also feel their my grandparents support even if a they're not here on earth or even if b they are here on earth like my grammy for example is still alive and she doesn't she didn't want this toward me mm-hmm. but i like i still feel her love if yeah. that makes sense and mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, that's more that's mature on my end point yeah yeah definitely, definitely. I love that. Yeah. I noticed that the first time I met you and your dad, when you, it was like, how, how was, you guys were like moving your mattress in and yeah. I was walking out You're of it. Like, yeah. You, <laughs> and then your dad just started talking to me and I was like, he had just had the warmest presence. And then I, at that point in my brief journey, I hadn't even gone to therapy yet. Like, I think I was still like, and so like, I know I like went in my car and I cried a little bit, but like in a good way, no, in a good way. It was like, no, yeah. I and love- she called, you called me like right after and I she did. was like, my neighbor just moved in. Her dad was so nice. And like, yeah. it just brought like a, a, like a warming presence to me. That reminded me of our dad. I said that. I it was like, like a comforting thing. That's honestly, it was like so much like our dad. Mm-hmm. He's going to be here, I think, in two weeks. <gasps> yeah. Nice. So we should all do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You guys can come, come over and hang out. Yeah. I'll just give you all the energy. <laughs> I love yes. it. Play pickleball. <laughs> oh everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting that you also have a grandpa that you've never met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think like your dad kept you know his spirit alive our dad kept his spirit alive yeah and now you're keeping your dad's spirit alive yeah that's we've always had like we're like obviously really big on that because i think there's a difference in just like friends who have lost grandparents and their parents don't talk about their grandparents there's Mm -hmm. a difference in like whether they feel a relationship with their grandparent that's passed or whether they don't yeah and like yes i would just would always want to keep dad alive if you guys have kids you'll be like oh yeah grandpa or my dad or your yeah. grandpa whatever was like amazing he did all these things started his own business right yeah mm-hmm. the house at whatever age like yeah. not keep all of our traditions still alive yeah I think, through that and, and yeah. i don't really know how you like don't it's just surprising to me but yeah yeah like, that the relationship that. is different yeah yeah and it's like that that's such a blessing to your kids mm-hmm. to get to know him through you for sure and maybe he'll come visit your kids too i, mean, I can see it i'm I can see it. yeah with you so yeah and like yeah your guardian angel is your grandpa so mm-hmm makes sense it's crazy it's really cool any sorry i'm done oh any last oh, little we, tidbits are we supposed to talk about our dark spirits that we've seen oh, dark spirits oh I, so wanna, <laughs> I don't know or do you want to end on a light note let's end on a light note yeah, yeah. We can talk. Ne- next time yeah yeah, 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 yeah. we yeah. can start out with the darkness um wait first though just in case i have any like of my friends family followers oh yeah talk about your company like oh, well, just with the name of it and stuff definitely we'll have it in our description okay. we'll also have your blog in our description okay. or any tiktok anything you want in our description okay, cool. um but we're four months in a row we are a clothing brand like vendors that we design and sew our own clothes um and we also have this podcast we started this podcast because our dad passed away in 2020 and we noticed that there like i was constantly looking for podcasts or something that um what am I trying to say like there were a lot of podcasts out there that were like so grief heavy where I think it would almost put me in 
a good space to hear about people's grief, but also I needed something that wasn't just all focused on grief. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are a lot of great grief podcasts out there, but I have to be in a very good headspace to be able to like listen to those. And so I think I was looking for more things of being like, I want to meet people that have also gone through similar things that I've gone through at this age. You know, they're, it, you just don't meet a lot of people that are young adults that have lost somebody. And are like willing to talk about it. And yeah, things too. Exactly. And I also, we also created it for people that are supporting friends who have lost because we had a lot yes. of friends who it was their, we were their first friend who had lost a parent or been through something so tragic. So like it was also a place for people to learn how to support grieving young people does that make sense yes. i feel like i said yeah. that very no because we i think like we noticed in the beginning there just wasn't a ton of support for us like uh, our friends didn't know how to support us because they had never gone through it mm-hmm. and so people that would support us would be like our mom's friends mm-hmm. and um, like, even us like i remember i'd come into work and everybody would be like how's your mom doing mm-hmm. it was always how's your mom doing it was never how are you do- how are you doing i think people took it as us losing a parent wasn't yes. that big of a deal for us as it was for mom who lost her lifelong partner but like, I don't, everybody understands that we were so close to dad. So I think we also wanted to create just like a family of people who, yeah. yeah. I don't know what to say. Maybe even just like grieving and, but then also like small business talks or. Just like just, grieving in your twenties, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, just such a big, like, living in your twenties. I think a lot of people too that haven't really, really grieved in their life yet. Don't realize that once you lose somebody like that, every single day is. A grieving process yeah. it doesn't just like you're not just like one day being like i'm better now yeah which i am better now than like when we were about like like you said like it comes in waves yeah, like mm-hmm. i'm not doing well right now so it's like and it's interesting because i was doing fine a couple months ago and like recently it's just been bad and it's like it's interesting yeah the like waves of it all of it all i didn't really think that was a thing mm-hmm. and to think of like even our dad he'd bring up his dad all the time and you could tell days that he was off and now looking back, it's like, those are probably really bad grieving days for him. But as somebody who hadn't gone through it yet, I didn't look at it that way. I was like, oh, why is he off? Yeah. He seems, he seems down today for some reason, but it was probably just a bad a grieving. And he was 60, you know, like, it's like, I think it's going to be a wave forever. So it's an interesting thing to like talk about and hopefully create a community for people who are also going through it. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. But also be like uplifting with it too. Yeah. Like, talk so, about, yeah, all different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like show like that. It's so like, heavy. It's like I hate when people try and compartmentalize places in their life, and I'm guilty mm-hmm. of it. You know, mm-hmm. like grief touches every single part of your life. It really yeah, it does. Business, your mental yeah, state, yeah. like even the happy sleep. times. Yeah, like even this business. I like when we were at the craft fair, and I was we were doing great, mm-hmm. and I was so happy about it. But at the same time, I was like, I just wish he could see, could it, see it too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's even the happy too. times that you kind of get a little mm-hmm. sad about or. I do like how today we like talked about how ours something so tragic like beautiful things did come out of it so mm-hmm. like I also like that we touch on that in the podcast and I want to bring more light to that like it just have to, like I think for a long time we thought it was the end of our lives too oh for and sure. I think now it's like no we can create our own lives and do something big with it if we want to it's just another beginning as much as like that sucks mm-hmm. to say yeah yeah I'm yeah. like things are you know like yeah nothing's there it's just the soil and then you create yeah, you know and you have seasons year, yeah year, yeah you're trying to love that yeah well that's our podcast anyway so that's and then <laughs> once in a row any other questions yeah it is fun it is fun we are first guest oh my gosh did i do well <laughs> you did yes. so well i feel like it flowed really well. i would be really nervous i was, was gonna be like so nervous yeah 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 
and I feel like you do talk so well so it like made oh, it nice. good like uh-huh yeah you talk very well too. Do we I, know, I don't I like stutter all the time you know I don't I stutter and and I always say like zero burps in this one I try the my thing best is she burps all the time so I, oh, I yeah. edit in my headphones she's just burping it was the and milk I and the milk cured me Maybe it did. Maybe maybe that's your reason. You have to drink raw milk and now you want mm-hmm. breakfast. Sauerkraut. And sauerkraut. Well, thanks for being our podcast. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All of Ellie's descriptions will be in our description box. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thanks. That was so 